Welcome back. Welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. Back at you with another episode, season two, episode 28. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What Is Life podcast part of your daily routine, your evening routine, whenever, wherever. However you're choosing to listen or watch this podcast right now, I just want to say thank you. I love you. Because without you, this moment in time, this space that we're creating, this experience that we're sharing together would not even exist without you. So thank you for however you're supporting. And if you're one of those monthly donators, you're a real one. And let me know what you would like to hear for a podcast episode. I got to give a huge shout out to Pal Pullen, always pulling up. He has yet to miss season two. He hasn't called in for no sick days. He didn't say, yo, I'm not feeling this episode. I'm just going to ride out. This man is really sticking around, really being a huge supporter. And, you know, he's a great producer of the show as well. So I got to give a huge shout out to Pal Pullen, always pulling up. Man, life. What is life? Some would say life is a mirror. Some would say life is a reflection. When we look at life, we do spend a lot of time reflecting. But reflection would not happen if projection did not exist. When we are able to project ourselves in a certain light, we are able to reflect. Why? Because light is reflecting off something. That is how we are able to see in this 3D realm of reality that we call Earth. But some of us are blind. Some of us are physically blind. Some of us are mentally blind. Some of us are blind when it comes to love. And when I say blind, I really just mean unaware. Like a physical blind person is unaware of what they see but they rely on heavily is their other senses, their sense of smell and their sense of touch. Now, each of those specifically produce a feeling and the feeling always comes first. Sometimes we have to overcome feelings that 
make us feel discomfort, make us feel uneasy. Those feelings create diseases. It can create bad thoughts. It can create bad vibes. And we are all vibration. Everything in this life. Everything in this life. It's energy. Now we know energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be rearranged. And when you rearrange things, right, you can put them in order from top to bottom. You are able to give energy a new shape. Make it able to take a new form. And since all is in the all and all is really one, for example, like love and hate, it's really the same thing, but it's one energy. They're the same thing. It's one energy but they live on drastically different poles. But you can love someone so much that when that person goes, you hate it when they're not around. So the same things that you love cause hate. And on these two poles... We can see how life is a mirror. We can see how life is a reflection. Just because you can't see the light doesn't mean the light is not there. A lot of us walk in darkness. A lot of us walk in despair. Because we don't know what the next day is going to bring. And we don't know how we're going to uplift ourselves out of a situation that doesn't serve us. Like if you're in an abusive relationship or a toxic relationship, there can be that one thing that that person does that you absolutely love and you'll forgive them for all their mishaps and wrongdoings just because they keep feeding you that one thing. But all the other days are just miserable or horrible. Some people will stick around just to experience that one good day. It's interesting, right? Because what we love can also make us feel hatred. 
we love to say hate is a strong word. And for some reason, we feel discomfort or we feel awkward to say I love you to someone. Is that how powerful the love-hate energy is? Like joy would not exist without pain. And in this life, part of the journey is learning to overcome pain. We experience enough pain. But that pain that we suffer, it makes the joy so much more worth it. It makes you more thankful, makes you more gracious. Like I remember after some football games, I'd be sore as shit, but I'd be so in love with my performance because I know I went off. I know I prepared and the pain that I'm in right now, it's worth the joy that I'm feeling mentally. And as you can see, those are joy and pain are on the same scale, opposite poles, and they reflect. There's parallels between them. When you're in pain, you're going through dark times. When you feel joy, you feel elated. You feel light inside. I'm talking light as a feather. Like you just want to just let your light shine. Spread it out on the world. Now, We are made in God's image. We are the reflection of God. Which God? are we talking about here in different religions and different cultures? Some believe in more than one God and some just believe in one ultimate being. The God I'm talking about is the God of everything. Like the greatest great the almighty the one who created the universes on universes on universes because there's there's more than one universe the one who created all of space if you were to ask me I'd say God is a woman because if (laughs) 
if woman really did come from a man's rib, then why is that not the case for every birth? And we all know birth happens in cycles. It happens in patterns. So we got to, we got to decode. We got to decode in this life of symbols. But everything we see, we see for a reason. Like we're all here for a reason. What we see, we didn't just make this shit up. Like it's been here. It's really mind blowing when you really experience God consciousness. You know that everything's connected. So we all should be walking fearless in this life. But criticism, poverty, and the lack of courage just holds us back. The lack of will holds us back from really being where we want to be. And we all have the power and the energy to get to anywhere in life that we so see. Whatever we see, we can make happen. A big part of becoming enlightened is being able to realize the revelations that are happening around you and inside of you. The fact that your awareness is growing you are able to feel more because you are able to articulate to yourself how you're feeling and what is making you feel this way. What used to catch you off guard or make you feel discomfort will no longer attack you in that way anymore because you'll have a overstanding of what is happening. You're better informed. You know what's going on. So you won't have to rely on belief. You'll know. And knowing is so much more powerful, carries a higher vibration than believing. And when we look at the word enlighten, That is literally letting light in, becoming full of light. And usually when we use the word, it's pertaining to knowledge. We've gained new knowledge, either of ourselves or the world around us. And this world around us is a reflection of ourselves. The only way to understand the the only way to understand the world around us is if we actually go out and interact with it. And like I said earlier, 
in previous podcasts, we are literally all here for a reason. We give plants life. Trees life. Just by breathing. A simple function on the surface, but a complex function going on within the body. And what we project out into the world is what we've already consumed. So when we think about the evolution of life and how babies are being born every day, they're already coming in this world with an overload of information. Think about how much code that is stored in the Akashic Records that they're coming into this lifetime with. Traumas and good karma from their parents' parents and their parents' parents' parents and their parents' 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 parents parents and so on and so forth. When babies are born, they resemble, for the most part, their parents. That child is a reflection of the bond of the creation that was made between its parents. When an artist creates, it's usually a reflection of how they're feeling within. When an athlete is on the field and they're not giving their all or they're giving 110%, it's a reflection of how they feel on the inside. That's why communication is so much more than just verbal cues. We pick up how people feel just by facial expressions, what they're doing with their hands, what they're doing with their feet. We're able to pick up on social cues to communicate. So say someone was born in the woods, right? With no parents, raised by like tigers and shit. They're still going to learn life, but it'll be more animalistic and they'll be more in tune with the earth and their environment around them because they're not exposed to the internet They're not exposed to new things. And when we are exposed to new things, sometimes it can be scary. Not scary, but I guess it, it, it triggers a chemical reaction with this, within us. It makes our senses more heightened. And it makes us either 
withdrawn and don't want to go through with the new experience or we become open and we embrace this opportunity to become enlightened with new information. Every enlightening moment is a teaching moment. Even if you have a spiritual enlightening, like one day you're in meditation and an energy comes to you and whispers something to you, or you smell a distinct smell that can only be from the person you know, or from a restaurant that you remembered In the past, it's still a new experience because it happened right then and there. You know, that shit doesn't just happen like that. If you're not aware, awareness comes from knowing and we know from our past. That's the mind boggling part. So therefore, we know that nothing is new under the sun. We understand that. But the experiences that we're having are always new. And the world around us doesn't resonate with us all the time. It's pretty fucked up. I mean, just look at how society treats women. You can clearly see that there's a patriarchal society that is backed literally by the Bible, some would say, since people out here believe that woman really came from a man's rib. If that was the case, why is that birth cycle, or why is that cycle not still existing? Right? Why, is, why, are, why aren't men giving birth? that's the case some would say God is a woman and I might be some I might be some but when you look at women in society, right? They are the most criticized, the most ostracized. They work, they have to work 10 times harder for less to pay. But on the other side, we're also starting to see more women and some powerful roles. There's some women out here really bossing up, running their own businesses, really creating jobs. And of course, you know, you still got women out here selling their pussy. I mean, that's, that's never going to stop. That's been happening. It's been happening since happened. It's been happening. <laughs> Life.
But we see throughout the decades, throughout the centuries, women fighting and continuing to fight for equal rights. When it's something that they don't even have to fight for, if you really want to keep it a hundred, women are some powerful beings. And men know that, and that scares men. Because a woman will give their all to a man that she loves. But a man will always, I don't speak for all men, but man, for the most part, will still doubt his woman. Still be attracted to temptation. Since some believe that men are visual creatures and are meant to spread their seed with more than one partner. But if we pay attention to people's patterns on how they speak, how they act, we can start to see if they're a good person or a troubled person a worried person on the inside no matter how cool or how well they try to hide it I know for all my empaths out there we can feel how people feel without them even saying a word but all that wouldn't be possible if We weren't projecting. We are walking symbols here in this life. So it's important to be careful about how you want to represent yourself. Whether you like it or not. People are feeding off your energy. So if you go into a room and you are feeling shitty, they might not know where that shitty vibe is coming from, but they can feel something shitty in the atmosphere. They can they, they, they can feel it. It's like a it's like when wind, a gust of wind just comes out of nowhere. Like, oh, and I've been windy all day. Where'd that come from? That's how this that's how this life goes. The better aware you are of what you're putting out into this world, what you're producing into this world, the more the world will start to Become more aware of you. If you are somebody who is spreading positivity out here. And your heart's in it for the right reasons and the right intentions. You're going to be truly blessed. Even if times seem hard right now. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Some people want to sprint to the 
finish line and get gassed. And they have the time in their life during that sprint. But I don't know about y'all. Sprinting takes a lot out of you. Like you, it takes a long time to recover from that shit. So if you're out here making fast money, save that for the rainy days. Save that. It's going to come in handy. And if you're on that slow grind right now, at least you're consistent. Because that consistency, that's going, that's going, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. There's over a trillion different versions of you. There's over, I can't even, I don't even want to cab at you. I don't, I don't even know the amount of versions of you there are out there. But be the realest one that you can be. Be the realest one that you can be. The more authentic you are, the more fun you're going to have in life. Everything is already yours. So when you look into that mirror, know that you're a God. Know that you're powerful. Know that you can will the life you want into existence. What you imagine what you work for and what you are going to receive is going to be 10 times better than your imagination. Just don't get lost in the sauce. Don't get lost in the illusions. That's all the time that we have for the What Is Life podcast. As always, it is your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. If you made it this far, you are a special soul. You are a true visionary. If you haven't gotten the book, A Love So Blind yet, yo, type that in on Google, get you a copy and stop being blinded by love. Also, if you are a fashionista, check out www.spookyvisions.com and tap in and get you some new clothes and get you some trip. I got drip for sale. I got drip for sale. Shout out Plies. Shout out everybody in Florida. Shout out to all my Florida listeners. Shout out to my listeners all around the world. Stay tuned for episode 29. It's getting spooky.